Hello, and welcome. I didn't prepare an intro. <laughs> Jake's usually the one that comes up for the content with this, and he's mm -hmm. not here. <laughs> welcome to King's Chaos. Yeah, that's the intro. <laughs> we got nothing. So, um, hi, welcome to the show. Our guest list has drastically dropped. And I'm not talking about from last week. Last week was, we were on spring break. I just got some people together and recorded. That was five guests. The week before that was at least three, right? Um, you, well, there was at one point where we had one, two, three, four. There were like five. Yeah. There were five guests because there were two ADJs. Yeah. That was two weeks. That was that was three weeks ago i probably maybe I, I i forget perhaps last week was guest in description so we couldn't fit them all <laughs> but we had you jake mike and ben so we had four we have one today hi it's just me and emil mccormack hi. <laughs> Oh Welcome to King's Chaos, the special 50th episode. <laughs> I expected a bigger celebration. I guess it took 49 episodes for people to realize this show isn't going anywhere. Oops, guess I didn't put it together. <laughs> I'm not good at math. Anyway, right. hi guys. Oh, you're not leaving? Oh, yeah, I'll just dip. Uh, okay. Well, it's just me. Um... <laughs> Hi, everyone. It's just me now. Uh, welcome to King's Chaos. If I knew it was going to be this small of a turnout, I might actually prepare a script. But that's not what we do. See, because that creates order. And order is bad. We don't like order here. So what was the question we had yesterday? <laughs> Emil, Emil didn't actually leave. Hi, surprise. I'm still here. Sorry. Okay. So I got to the office later last <laughs> night and I walked in on something. <laughs> I don't know what that something was, but I do remember the question. Did, what was it? Do you want finger sized legs or, or leg sized fingers? fingers? <laughs> and your answer was? Um, See, okay. this is a this is something we discuss with a lot of people. Yeah, but so there's not a lot of people so here. This answer is in collaboration with Yaz. Um, we decided that it would make more sense to have finger-sized legs, for you could just get like some sort of prosthetics, so that you could right. have longer legs. That doesn't even require the removal of said finger legs. Um, however, if you had fingers the size of legs then you wouldn't really be able to do that much. You would no. take up a lot of space, first of all. You wouldn't, you know, everything that you use your your fingers for, um, you wouldn't be able to do that. Like, how would you even tie a shoe? See, that that was my thing. But then like, would you... I, look, I can yeah. barely understand how people function with the nails that come out to like five mm -hmm. inches past their fingertips. I'm like, how do you get anything done like that? Yeah. Now imagine... Not only are they are your fingers as long as legs, mm -hmm. but I'm taking it as as thick as them too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's what I'm considering too. How would you even fit into doors? Exactly. Door doorways fit into doors. 
<laughs> um yeah no so i have i have nails that are longer than other like people but not by much them. but not i have natural nails um yeah but the ones like that the are really fake extension they're they're a lot for me and if you can handle that then good for you but i can't I, also I, just the upkeep with them like you know yeah. you you have to get them done um yeah I, I just it just feels like the unsupported weight of them freaks me out yeah and then oh also i've only had this experience with natural nails but when they break yeah they are horrible i had it a couple weeks ago you know literally in this studio during morning buzz I in that exact my, seat i in this exact seat i kicked my my hand, hand. I kicked my foot and uh my nail broke and it was really unfortunate look it's growing back um <laughs> but uh it it's it doesn't feel good yeah it's not so i i think we're all on board with finger-sized legs all oh <laughs> we're all on board <laughs> um, all collective two of us what i what happened to my crew I used to have a steady influx of people. What happened? I was gonna, I was gonna, like, the plan for today was be like, hey, you've been here for so long, might as well officially induct you into the show. It was gonna be a whole big celebration, and Aww. nobody showed up. Aww. I'm here. Yeah. I got you. Thank you, Emil. Of course. And so, yeah, Mike, Mike told me he had laundry. So I, I guess that <laughs> gave you warning. He did. So I guess. But then Cam's like, I'm coming on a show today. I'm like, cool. Where where, where is he? <laughs> where are you at? <laughs> it's, okay. it's okay. It's okay. We we can make good content. We could yeah. We could try. Look, it it, it might seem very similar, <laughs> but I assure you. This is not heavy as the crown. That shows for Victor and Nicole. Yes, we run their social media. And yeah. yes, it's weird. We look very similar, but some people are just like that sometimes. We're not related either, which is weird. Yeah. You're not related, right? I don't I don't believe so. Almost. But yeah, Vector's Wait. tasked me with trying to figure out Nicole's last name. Oh, it, really? It oh, that's work. what you're trying to do. Yeah. You think that I know Nicole's last name? Uh, well, maybe if you were related, that would explain why you look alike. Um, and then maybe well nicole's I mean, last many... name is not mccormack sorry to burst your bubble uh however i do know her last name uh, I, I was um, just gonna say maybe you're related because how many people have purple hair as a natural color um we're simply built different understandable um yeah we're part of the the same genre of people with purple hair um and that's how we somewhat get along did you just say genre of people <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure they're called races. <laughs> Your point? They're I not genres. I'm, I'm pretty sure we just said the same thing, Kyle. Yeah, I guess. It's like this morning when I was in my room, I was speaking with my roommate about car breeds. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I, that's one of my favorite things is to just kind of say stuff like that. Oh, that's a cute car. What 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 kind of breed is it? Oh, oh, it's a Volkswagen Fiat mix. I'm trying to fillet. I'm trying to describe a smart car here. Oh. It's a it's a Beetle 
I don't know any brands of Fiat. You don't know genres of cars. N- I thought it was car breeds. Car species. <laughs> car flavors, if you will. What's your favorite genre of bread? Loaf. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody understands that joke yet. Uh, oh, no! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll admit. Okay. You know what? Let's get real here for a second. I'm so um, real. As actually. as heavy as the Crown's digital marketing team, we would like to make a formal apology. <laughs> we have been slacking a little bit <laughs> on on the uploads and stuff. Um, but you know, Vector and Nicole, they're just they're signing out on our nerves. Yeah. I don't like honestly, them much anymore. They're exhausting. They are. All yeah. they do is fight. All the time. It's really unnecessary. Like, just when you think that maybe they'll start getting along, then they go. Yeah. But it's, I feel like that's their goal is just they want to hate each other. It, it does seem like that. Yeah. It's weird. And it gets really frustrating. Like, you know, sometimes they're actually quite tame in the studio. It might be a little hard to believe, but like back in the office, they're like throwing stuff at each other. Yeah. They actually threw a chair once. Broke it, right? Yeah. It was rough. That's why we have one less chair in the office. And we're always oh. fighting for chairs. Yeah, we are. So the next time you're sitting on the floor, just blame Vector. Sure, because it's it's not by choice. No. I'm never on the floor by choice. Imagine. Yeah. We have some leftover questions from Ask the Buzz. Do we want to do those? Uh, we can. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> None of them were particularly I'm, good this week. I'm sorry, Isaiah. Yeah. But um, I, I do want to say, when we were talking about our least favorite character from a show we love, mm. uh, Donna Noble from Doctor Who, she wasn't my favorite companion. She was okay, but like Rose Tyler, the first one, um, who was with Doctors 9 and 10. Do you know Doctor Who? Barely. Oh. Um. Sorry, I'm looking for the document. <laughs> no, you're good. Can you can you repeat that though? Do you know Doctor Who? Slightly. Or before that. Okay. Slightly. Yeah. So Rose Tyler was the first companion I saw because I started with New Who. I didn't go through 1960s onward because so that... I don't know how to find those ones. I'd love to watch it, but I, I'm lazy. <laughs> so you started with nine. Nine. Okay. And so Rose Tyler was the first companion and I absolutely mm-hmm. loved her. I love nine too. I was really sad to see him go at the end of the first season. I'm like, oh, they got rid of my favorite doctor and favorite companion. Why bother watching the show? And then I watched oh. 10 and I'm like, oh, wait, never mind. 10 is the best. Oh, I love David. Yeah, David's good. I haven't kept up with that show, which is all unfortunate I, because I love mm-hmm. it. I fell out half like in Capaldi's first season. I, mm-hmm. think. I think the most I watched was probably Matt Smith or Peter Capaldi. And then I I was actually watching during Capaldi like a lot because my mom is really into Doctor Who and I was really into Sherlock and they're yeah. all like very some they're all they're the not BBC really shows. connected but all like like the fans are all connected. Yeah. And um and supernatural too. Superna- I've never seen an episode of Supernatural. I have not either. And every time I hear their voices I get really shook. Because they're like really deep. Oh yeah. And I hear their voices so little that I get like <laughs> Like almost disturbed uh, by somebody at in my religion school, not the one, not the high school. This was prep school beforehand. This is before you do confirmation or whatever. This doesn't mm-hmm. mean anything to you. But somebody <laughs> described the first episode of Supernatural to me, 
and every so often it still haunts me yeah because they're talking about like oh yeah the the baby was on the ceiling with its head spun around I'm like okay cool um yeah that that's fun um i'm gonna go this way now my mom's here <laughs> bye hope to never see you again <laughs> That's not true. That was I forget who it was, but they were they were a pretty cool person. Mm-hmm. But supernatural never got into, never was into horror much stuff Same. until recently. So maybe it's worth a shot. I don't know. But I feel like I should watch at least an episode to say that I've done that. Because yeah. how could I how could I have been so involved in like the super hulak ew <laughs> like I, area? But see, I, I didn't actually watch it. I want to watch Sherlock. Sherlock because I love Sherlock. I love mysteries and stuff. And I played Moriarty oh, in a so play good. once. Yeah. It oh. was amazing. It was um, so fun. I slipped on an actual banana peel. <laughs> I'll explain that Aww. in a second. But what I, I want to say, like, but the thing is, my friend, my best friend, or my, yeah, my best friend that I've known the longest, 13 years, somehow that number hasn't gone up in the last five years. <laughs> I don't understand it. But let me explain that now, because we've been friends since second grade. And every year it feels like I'm like, oh yeah, we've been friends for 13 years. And every time I say that, I'm like, I feel like, like that number should have gone up by now. Mm-hmm. And it feel like it's been 13 years or at least three years now, <laughs> which would explain because it would cross over with COVID. So nah. maybe, maybe time has stopped. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, uh, backtrack. Yes. So me and him, I was into Doctor Who and he was into Sherlock. As you should be. And he and I'm like, you should watch Doctor Who. And he's like, you should watch Sherlock. <laughs> but he's like, no, I'm not into Doctor Who. And I'm like, okay, out of spite, I will never watch Sherlock. No, I'm gonna fix that. Sorry, not <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm I'm open. I'm open to it because it's fun. It's, it it's seems really like a fun good. show, but it does seem long. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, every episode is an hour and a half. <laughs> but every okay. season's only three episodes. Yeah. Um, I How many would seasons say are there? there's currently four. Uh, I would say that the first two, in my opinion, are the best. The third is okay, and the fourth is just not it. Um, but because I, I feel like the fan base just grew because it took it it takes so long from one season to the next because they're right. essentially three movies, right? Um, that is just one of those movies. Yeah, it, so it's one of those things where like obviously there's a lot of time in between seasons which means that there's if it's a good show there's a lot of time for the fan base to grow so i feel like there was a lot of pressure on them and in addition to you know benedict cumberbatch becoming incredibly huge British enough crinkle thighs <laughs> <laughs> precisely same thing with um like martin freeman i mean i, I assume that they're bigger like than they you know, were or like at least in england like <laughs> like and but then it became just, really he just plays dr strange it's fine i his american accent is really something else convincing it's or... it's un, it's a little uncomfy just because i know him so well as sherlock but that's he's one of those he actors, looks though. like two different people yeah that's dr true. strange and sherlock i dr. feel like sherlock. he's <laughs> he's one of which those... could also relate back to dr who <laughs> <laughs> but um he's one of those actors that i just um associate him with right. the first character that i ever yes. seen him as so when i see dr strange i'm like not convinced even though he has a really good accent he's a really yeah. incredible actor but i'm still like haha sherlock um <laughs> that's fair but um but i think in addition like um the the actors have just become really big and i believe that the writers have you know expanded to like other projects right. and stuff like that so it's kind of been on the back burner 
Um, and then the latest season, I don't even, honestly, I don't remember what happened very much, but I don't want to spoil it for you, but there's a big character that is no longer alive. <laughs> um, I by the you time, were say no longer with no us. No longer with us in the, in the Sherlock universe. Um, so by season four, that was just a bummer. Uh, okay. You know, it's just like, this person's not here anymore. It's just kind of lame. Have um, you seen the Sherlock movies with RDJ? It's been a Robert very long Hattie time, Jr. but I have. I have. That's that's where I started uh, liking Sherlock. I have only seen the first one. Mm-hmm. I didn't see Game of Shadows. I believe it was called. Mm. I really need to rewatch that first I would one because love I remember to. liking it, but I don't remember anything about it. Yeah, I just remember I re- I watched those and I love RDJ, but I remember becoming fascinated with Sherlock as yeah. a character. So that's why years later. My mom was actually the one who started watching Sherlock in my household. She's like, I think you'd like it. And I was like, eh, maybe I'll try it. And then, you know, Here I became like, <laughs> I, I ran a Sherlock Instagram like, yes. fan account <laughs> for years. I had, um, um, that's one of those shows. I would say probably the first show that I watched where I had uh, inner conflict because I didn't know if the main character was my favorite character <laughs> because I, I love Sherlock as a character. He, he kind of isn't the best person, but like that'll happen. Yeah. Um, but I absolutely love Jim Moriarty. Absolutely. And Andrew Scott does a fantastic job. And um, so <laughs> as Kyle knows. Hi, I'm um, Kyle. Hi, Kyle. Did I introduce myself? I don't know if I introduced I myself. Hi, Kyle. Welcome to King's Chaos. I'm your host, Kyle Pepitone, a.k.a. the Kingdom Parentheses of Space, joined with <laughs> Emily McCormack. Emo McCormack, whatever you want to call it. Music her. McCormack. Queen Confusion. <laughs> um, oh no, now I forgot what I was saying. You were talking about Jim Moriarty. Jim Moriarty. I'm assuming you were going to go oh, for the Bee Gees. Yes. So one of my favorite scenes ever, and again, because you haven't seen it, I won't go into too much detail, but I already spoiled that Jim Moriarty is a character in the series. I know. I yes. played Jim Moriarty. No, 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 well, of course he exists in, in the, the Sherlock, Sherlock universe, universe, but they have him in, in the BBC show. Yes, I but assume so. You ne- never assume, Kyle. Anyway, there's a scene where point is is that his ringtone is staying alive by the Bee Gees, yes. and so that has obviously influenced my life because I have many alarms on my phone that go off throughout the day, and um, my default ringtone is staying alive by Bee Gees. Um, but point in saying that is I made like Sherlock edits, <laughs> and like you know, 2014 to like 20. 16 17 when i was like obsessed and um so my lock screen was a picture of jim moriarty and it said staying alive for um uh, i can't do math i would say six years i had the exact same lock screen and i refused to change it and then i lost the original photo so i'm like i can never change it and eventually uh because my sherlock account unfortunately got hacked eventually and that made me very sad i had 2,000 followers at some point um which isn't a lot that's, but a decent amount good yeah and a decent amount of friends you know this is a really really strange fact so i ran a side account uh for specifically the character irene adler and um i spoke to another person who ran an account specifically for jim moriarty and we were direct messaging one day not as the characters but like as ourselves and I was like, oh, yeah, I run this account. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's so cool. I love that account. And I thought that was really interesting because I'm like, wow, someone actually knows my account. My point is, is that many of these accounts and the people that I spoke to in 2014 are no longer in use. Yeah. I found out 
that the person runs a different account that I followed on my personal account. Oh. And now they go by a different name that I used to know them as. And it was just a very strange thing of like, oh, wait, you're that person that I spoke to all those years ago. And that's cool. Um, that person, they, they go by the name Juno. And the weirdest thing is uh, they recently got engaged on stage at a grandson concert. <laughs> and for anyone all who the points are connecting yeah for you. it's very strange for anyone who doesn't know i'm absolutely obsessed with the artist grandson and so i saw i i don't i can't call them my friend but like you know acquaintance. an acquaintance i saw my acquaintance get engaged via one of my favorite artists instagrams <laughs> it was a very strange interconnection <laughs> I'm like, wow, I spoke to this person in like 2015 and we ran Sherlock accounts and it was really funny. And uh, that's a very, very random fact about me. <laughs> well, I'm glad you brought up Moriarty because I totally forgot what I was going to say before about the banana. Yeah. And now I remember. So uh -huh. there was, so the play we were in, also, I want to talk about fan accounts because I mm -hmm. tried to run one once, didn't last too long. Uh -huh. Yeah, probably for the better. Uh, anyway. <laughs> So banana story. I I played Moriarty in a play uh, called it was like the strange case of Sherlock Holmes, mm -hmm. uh, where Sherlock and Watson are thrown into the future through a time machine. I forget who invented the time machine. It was like a really meta play, mm -hmm. but they wind up in like an insane asylum where everybody thinks there's these different historical characters. So obviously nobody believes Sherlock is Sherlock. They're like, oh, he's delusional. And mm. so I played Moriarty, who thought he was George Washington. <laughs> he was just playing a part. And I was just trying to steal, like, the Queen's jewels or something. Because somebody else was Queen Elizabeth. But at the end, during the face-off, when they find out it's me, haha, I'm evil. <laughs> I, lo I loved <laughs> that, playing the villain. That I wasn't acting, actually. That's just real life. <laughs> yeah. And so the, another person uh, was an extra, but they played Tarzan. Mm -hmm. And so what they had to do was throw the banana peel and I slip on it and that's how they get me. And we did the show three nights and what was it? How did it work? I think two, the first two nights I faked it because mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to know where the banana is behind me and I can't look behind me because I'm acting. I'm supposed to slip on it. Mm -hmm. And then the third night I actually slipped mm -hmm. on it and I went down. <laughs> There was also another night where when I ripped the wig off, um, it wound up. No, it just wound up in front of the curtain. So when the curtains closed, it was still there. Another <laughs> night when I dropped the cane I had, uh, it got kicked into the audience. Oh, no. <laughs> another time. Oh, my goodness. I'm supposed to knock out Sherlock. Fake, of course, because oh. it's a play. Uh, I accidentally hit my friend with the cane. No. He was fine. He wasn't knocked out. Though. Oh, goodness. Um. Yeah, it was a fun play. Another night, oh, uh, no. somebody forgot their lines. How many nights? <laughs> three nights. These I'm, th these are all happened over the course of three nights. It, oh, it's not like goodness. each one is a separate night. All right. No, but it was so fun to do. And then yeah. I obviously, I, I think I've told the story where I've broken my leg during rehearsal. Oh, yes, I have heard. Yeah, I jumped down a flight of stairs. Wow. Did I mention the added fact that every play after that, they had little lights on the steps so you could see? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny i wish they you had ever had a rule school. you ever had a rule made because of something you did <laughs> there you go 
honestly we need those i can't tell you how many times i've, I've skipped stairs there's literally like five stairs maybe like coming yeah. down from our stage and i'm like yeah. i'm going to fall oh yeah no it's it's bad yeah also when it, you're during the show it's pitch black back there yeah you can't see anything this is very true so yeah it wasn't it was a fun play to, it was probably the fave my favorite one i've done i did mm-hmm. three i did that was the first one i did junior year in the fall then we did little mermaid in spring Hmm. which i think was probably the best one mm-hmm. but i don't know if it's the one i had the most fun doing i feel like that's valid i kind of understand yeah. that we just because also... i'm i'm not big on musicals hmm. but also they didn't really give me a singing part for obvious reasons <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but i was also played i played grimsby in that mm-hmm. so if you could imagine I didn't have to change my costume much between the two plays. I literally used the same wig, the same like overcoat and stuff, and the mm-hmm. same cane. Good. Well, not the same cane because the other one was a cheap piece of plastic and it kept breaking. And being thrown into the audience. Yeah. And stuff. Well, that one, the one we used for Sherlock, uh, it was the Assassin's Creed cane for mm-hmm. from Syndicate where it, where it had the hidden blade in oh. it. It was a piece Ooh. of plastic. But I took it as a toy because it was, and so it kept breaking. And somebody had to glue it because I broke it before the actual play. Oh no! As a as a prop yeah. member, I have to be mad at you. I'm sorry. I'm, it's just it's fun because I'm like, oh, it's I like canes. And so, yeah. but my original plan before we bought Yikes. that, I'm like, my original plan was like, let me hollow out this actual cane I have, and try to do that. The cane was about this big, like diameter it it wasn't you couldn't hollow anything out hollowing it out was just shaving the entire cane down oh i still own that cane to this day funky and fresh yes that was five years ago (laughs) good good yeah and then we did uh in the fall of my senior year we did little shop of horrors (gasps) that one was fun too but i mean i got to play the plan so i can't complain but I really wanted the dentist role. But they gave the dentist role and the voice of Audrey to the same per- Audrey too to the same person. Oh. I'm like, that's not fair. Oh. But then looking back, I'm like, never mind. I can't sing. So <laughs> that would have made the thing hard. And I don't know if I could act that mean. I'm not that kind of person. Maybe you should consult Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> He's he's arrogant vector's arrogant but he's not he probably thinks that he's more me than he is yeah he's just a big softy yeah, yeah. i don't know about nicole though no she's, I don't she's know. mean she's hard to read because she's not really around often this is true she's yeah. she's dealing with some personal things right now yeah. i don't um, know if as the dentist i could have been mean to my friend's girlfriend oh so, yeah it wasn't because he played Seymour Mm -hmm. my friend who played Sherlock who I whacked with a cane (laughs) played Seymour and then his girlfriend was were they dating at that point I forget um they were date whatever his (laughs) soon-to-be or in that time girlfriend (laughs) uh played Audrey and she had she had the voice for it too Mm -hmm. which was insane and then the spring we did or we were gonna do Sound of Music but I dropped out 
Mm. Yeah. I mean, it was fun. I, I had to watch the, I had to watch the play of it for like auditions or something. I forget mm-hmm. exactly which version it was, but it wasn't a bad movie, play, musical, whatever you want to call it. Just, I'm like, mm, Little Shop of Horrors was fun. They're... It was like a comedy. This mm-hmm. is more of a drama. Oh, they're definitely very, very different yeah. shows. Um, but I don't, as I'm in a very musical theater household, so I, I love all of it. Um, we also did Little Mermaid, but it was very exhausting. The like the show. show itself was really good, and it was what was really nice about it was there were a lot of uh, like families that came to see it, so like a lot yeah. of little children that you know were like very happy to see the Little Mermaid. Which oh, made I, th- me very I think excited. Little Mermaid was probably our best performing mm-hmm. show. Yeah. Um. The only thing in recent uh, Dumont High School history that I know did really well was they did Shrek when I was in eighth grade. And it was um, awesome. <laughs> and that inspired me to join. And then yeah. um, I don't even know if I should list all the shows that I was in because I was in a decent amount. Um, but the first one we did a play, it was called Fuente Ovahuna. And there were characters that um, I believe, oh, I could be mixing them up. It was either that, that was the first play that I did. But then there was another what we did, um, Shakespeare's As You Like It. And now I feel like I'm confusing that because I know like a lot of the same actors were in them, but there was one where someone had to wrestle someone else and like slam them to the ground. Oh and it went goodness. well most of the time, except for when someone was actually slammed to the ground <laughs> because the actor who had to wrestle the other person was an actual wrestler. Oh no. <laughs> um, so. Boom. Okay, yeah. That didn't work as well as I intended to. <laughs> Um, there we go. So that was my experience at the beginning of of uh, theater. So those are plays. What were the other plays we did? A play called Thirty Reasons Not to Be in a Play, which was funny. That that was the play. That was the play. Okay. Um, it was like a like a, a lot of skits. Right. And uh, it was kind of cute. And then you can't take it with you was our senior year play. Oh, nice. And I liked the plays, um, but I was really interested in the musicals. My freshman year we did Footloose which I really loved. And then the next year I wanted to get more involved. We did Little Women, which okay. everyone was actually pretty bummed about. But in the end, I think that might've been my favorite musical that we did. I really loved the soundtrack and the people who were in it were really talented. And I really came to appreciate it as we were working on it. Um, and I was more involved. I actually was on stage for that one. I played a troll <laughs> in uh, the Weekly Volcano Press. And that got me uh, into the uh, national or inter i don't remember the thespian society right. i was able to get into it because you had to do on stage and off stage stuff and obviously the off stage stuff i was fine with because right. you know i did lighting all of high school and then i became director senior year so that that was my thing so that was really easy that's really cool um hmm? that's cool yeah yeah it was a good time that's where i, I met my friend timmy aka tim Tell, and my friend caitlin who i've who you've heard about too yeah um so we were lighting crew um but yeah i was on stage for that and then we did Little Mermaid my junior year and then senior year we would have done Godspell, but second half of senior year didn't exist. Right. Um, and then we also we had uh, something called the London play in uh, February, which was like forensics. And if you don't know about forensics, it's basically like competitive acting. Do you know about uh, that? I know what actual forensics are. <laughs> it's not that. <laughs> it's, I, I figured. Yeah, I yeah, know. It's it's like one of those things. I was a runner um for two of my friends uh one of them goes here hi Emmett um and 
what you do is basically you have like different pieces where you could either do like like a group thing or like it could be a solo thing i'm probably explaining it all wrong but um basically you just you have a piece and you compete against other people who have their own pieces of okay. the same category um so and, like you had to write something no oh, no okay. you perform like a piece like um i believe specifically my friends did a skit from like brooklyn 99 oh okay uh, they did so like i wanted that way opening yes they did that they did that i believe that was it oh, and my it, was, it was really good that is the funniest yes, thing i've that was ever it. seen and um and then there was another one i want to say they did something from heathers and so like there's some like musical bits i believe but then there's like dramatic categories wow. there's comedic comedy uh comedic categories and stuff like that and <laughs> exactly and um, much so... better than the tragic tragedies <laughs> precisely um but you compete against people at other schools and i believe dumont was the only northern dramatic dramas Jersey... <laughs> i believe we're the only north jersey school that participated in uh, new jersey okay. forensics um but it's really cool if you're interested in that that's like one of the coolest things ever and i just loved being like surrounded by all the people that were like super passionate about theater and just being there i only went to states so that was only like at the end of february like each year i went twice and it was cool and actually at uh, the high school that sal and kelly went to uh besties so i have pictures in their school and they're like this is so weird because obviously i didn't go to their school right yeah um but anyway so that was that was a london play <laughs> how did i get here sorry and then we did one of my favorite shows was in April every year we did one acts, which is student written, student directed plays. And it was like one of the coolest things because I got to see like, you know, the writing of my classmates. And then also like it really gave them the opportunity to shine. Right. Um, and then my junior year, I wrote a murder mystery with my friend Timmy. And it was one of like my favorite experiences. My friend uh, Sophia directed it and it was really cool. Um you know, the whole process of, you know, writing the entire script. And then we got to see it being cast and got to see it like being performed. And then I became really close with some of the people who ended up being cast in right. my show. And um, <laughs> Emmett was in it and he was the character that is living. And <laughs> one of my favorite parts of the show is we made a character drag the the dead body off stage but only so much so that his legs just laid there the entire <laughs> show afterwards um and then and then my senior year uh, i wrote a play with my friend madeline and it's called a hitman soliloquy and hopefully this is not the last time people are hearing that name because it never got to be performed because uh, of the pandemic yeah. but we're adapting it for um uh stage play to screenplay Oh, interesting. So hopefully that will come out in the next couple of years. Um, and I oh, I absolutely adore that show. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, it's really fun. And um, uh, it's funny because it has like a pretty, I would say like the word soliloquy is like, <laughs> I, feel, I feel like it gives a dramatic tone to the show, but it is like this most like funny and dare I say chaotic show um <laughs> i i feel like i don't chaos, know if chaos i say so wouldn't can you talk a lot about this if it's not even 
I don't know. We, you're not under any legal ramifications, so I'm sure you can. No, yeah, no, I, I just wrote it with my friend, and um, we're thinking of making it into a film. I might be spoiling it a little bit. Sorry, Madeline. Um, but we spent a lot of time on the script, and then it was never actually performed, so I would love to do something yeah. with it eventually. I would love to write something like that. Mm-hmm. I've only it's, written songs and stuff, yeah. but I'd love to write like a book or something. I I would uh, love to take at least if I don't come up with something new, take like one of my past stories yeah. and like further develop it. Because the thing with um the Hitman play is it was only twenty pages because we were limited to that. Right. Um. But then last summer we started going back to the story and further developing it because you know if you only have twenty pages you have to give up a lot. Yeah. There was a lot much. of like oh like you have to just accept the fact that the two main characters became friends really fast right. something like that so when you have the opportunity to make it as many pages as you want you could actually like flesh that out right. like oh make it somewhat more believable um so i was i was really excited yeah, pacing to start doing has always that. been a big thing for mm-hmm. me. like i think if i ever was to sit down and write out a story i would have trouble with pacing mm-hmm. i i make things way too slow slow burn i yeah and like i put like two whoa <laughs> my phone fell um almost too much detail into some things because i don't know i, I guess it's because i want it to be convincing but then it's it's kind of exhausting right. um, so that's one of the things that i know i have to work on my dad calls it fluff i need yeah. to remove the fluff from the story but that's also one of my favorite things about like i become much more comfortable with sharing my work with other people um I I've mentioned on air before sorry I have the same few character traits but I'm in uh, my intro to screenwriting class and my professor said that what we're going to do is we're going to share our work with the class we're literally going to sit in a circle and have people read out your characters and then we critique it afterwards and that could be very terrifying to some people but I'm like so excited to do that because I did that I took a dramatic writing class in high school and it was like one of my favorite things we wrote a class-wide film, short film, um, called like the Forbidden Door or something, and I filmed the trailer for it, and it was that's like awesome. it was just such a good time, and so I'm excited to relive that. But that's one of those things is like write out the script as much as you can, as much as you would like, and then find someone else who's never heard it before, and show them, and then it's so easy for someone else to pick out like, hey, this is not convincing, <laughs> like this right. relationship doesn't make sense, or okay i get it please cut out like these five pages or something like really serious like that um getting someone else to look at your work is really important and again in that class my professor has had a lot of people who come in and write and tell their experience with short films and it's incredible how much is cut from like like even like oh like we're shooting this this entire scene's happening it will not be used. Yeah, exactly. Um, there was one where like there was just one word that was cut out of a scene and it completely changed it. Really? It was incredible. Professional I, or something you've done? Um, professional, like someone who came in just as a guest speaker for my class. And so we looked Do you at, remember the example or I, I wish I did. I wish I did. Oh goodness. I I might be able to find it in my notes somewhere. Yeah. But it, it was that's really, insane. really good. And it was just, and that was something that's just done. That's thanks to um incredible editing. Yeah. You know, in post. Um, a lot can be done. Editing <laughs> is everything. 
honestly, oh, do you know that the YouTube channel? I've heard of it. I haven't yeah. really watched much. I of it. get notifications for them, but I haven't yeah. watched it in a minute. Because uh, isn't that the one where they change the genre? Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. They take um, like movies and stuff, and it could be like a comedy, and they edit it into like a tragedy or something yeah. like that. Um, that's really cool. I, I'm gonna watch more of those because that's like yeah. a really good thing to learn mm-hmm. if you're like want to do editing kind of like I do. And yeah. I'm gonna be honest, editing is fun, but editing certain things like sitting through a, editing a King's Cast episode isn't much work. You just gotta make sure everyone can be heard. But like some of the editing I do for the art videos I do just drive me up a wall mm-hmm. i don't know why i don't know why it's something about those but like when i was doing editing for my internship when i was working with a podcast uh with really famous and Kara, like i'm like this is cool i like i like doing this editing mm-hmm. and i i think maybe editing like a, a store something story driven might be better i i don't know Cause like mm-hmm. the way when I used to do gaming videos, I'm like, okay, here's an hour of footage. Let me cut it down to like 10, 15 minutes. I hated that. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Editing, editing stuff down is, is very exhausting. Yeah. I do that for the station. <laughs> it's good though. Editing is exhausting work, but it, in my opinion, I feel like it's very rewarding because yes. then you you look at the final product and you're like, wow, I made that. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I like, like YouTube takes a lot out of me and making videos is a lot. But when I look at it and even just looking at the thumbnails, just, just like seeing that entire reptile, I'm like, I did all of this. Yeah. They, they might not be the best videos. They might be as stupid as calling the Terminator, but... <laughs> But it's some it's something I made. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. it's just it's just a little bit better. It's really cool to look back on all the stuff that you've done. And yeah. especially at the beginning, it's a little bit like, oh, I don't have that much to show for right. myself. And then over time, it's like a, a whole collection of things that you've yeah. done. And uh, I think that's really cool. I wish that I kept up with a YouTube channel. Honestly, Never too late to start. yeah, I posted a lot of I did like vlogs on Instagram that I think I've I've mentioned to you, yeah, or shown you. Um, that I kind of wish I put on YouTube. Unfortunately, a lot of the footage has been lost yeah. over time, but that'll happen. But it's still it's still on Instagram, so it's still out That's there good. for the universe. Um, I love making vlogs, it's really cute. I love like capturing memories and stuff like that. That, that is really nice. The yeah. only thing when it comes to vlogs, I haven't done a real vlog yet um i'm too self-conscious to hold a phone up and start Mm -hmm. speaking (laughs) to no one in a public place yeah i did one i did a skit vlog where i was going outside for the first time (laughs) yeah and i couldn't like this was within my development where Mm -hmm. there's like very little people outside Mm -hmm. and if there was someone else even on the other side of the street i'm like not filming not gonna film yet (laughs) not gonna film yet no vlogging in public is one of the most awkward things and i believe i have several vlogs where i have said that and i have kept it in because it's it is very awkward and i think kelly said the same thing yeah it's really awkward but then you look at kelly's vlogs and they're like 
I think they're amazing. Yeah, they're really fun. And I really appreciate that. And this, I, it's not just because I'm in them, but it's <laughs> cool that there's like those memories are being yeah. kept in a very nice way. And, and just seeing it from another perspective. Yeah. Like I was there, but this is what somebody else saw. Yeah. <laughs> like this, this is what I was doing. And this is how it looked from a third person perspective. Yeah. I think it's, it's really cool. And, um, but it is very awkward, but then you look at the end product yeah and so i just want to whenever i do that i just remind myself like yeah i'm gonna like it later and i don't care if these people judge me for the moment because i'm never gonna see them again if they're outside your house they probably live near you you might run into them a couple times um (laughs) but i don't think i ever have them oh okay that's fun um like no i am the neighborhood vlogger (laughs) people are just Um, lining up for autographs every day yeah it must be exhausting well, they had to sneak me out of the house to move me back to college. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone wants to talk to you. Yeah. Oh, wait. I don't I don't think I've ever shared that story. Somebody asked me that this was many years ago, but me and my friends were at Yes Arcades in Red Bank, which is just an old school arcade mm-hmm. because arcades are severely underrated. Mm. And um, I think there should be more of them in, available in the area, but whatever. Anyway, we were there and this group of kids came up to me. I forget exactly what they said, but I, I think they said, like, are you so and so YouTuber? Mm-hmm. And I just went, no, sorry. <laughs> and then I went back to my friends. I'm like, wait a minute. I probably should have said, but I do have a YouTube. <laughs> I don't know. Aww. But it was weird. Yeah. I'm like, oh, hi, you are tiny. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. Do you not know the YouTuber? I, I forget if they said a person's name. Because if they said a person's name, I would have had to know they were a YouTuber. Or yeah. else it wouldn't have made sense. Yeah. But if they just said, are you a YouTuber? I don't know why I would have said no. So Fair I don't enough. know. I don't know the exact content. Like I said, this was many years ago. At least five to six, I think. This is completely valid. Because me and my friends always used to make like, not weekly, but every so often we would just like go and spend a whole Saturday at Red Bank. Mm-hmm. It was really mm. fun. Yeah. Fun and funky. Yes. Fresh. Yeah. I don't talk to any of those people anymore. Oh. It's sad. It's unfortunate. I'm but sorry. whatever. It's what it is. You have mole. <laughs> I do. Hi. I'm here now. Yes. Much better. Thank you. Thank you. I try. Yeah. They, the, the friends were okay. Mm-hmm. Most of them were just like friends by association. Just so like friends of friend. This is yeah. So whatever. What now? I don't know. We have seven minutes to kill. Seven minutes. (laughs) I don't know. I actually we we filled this. I was a little worried, but like because you got me talking about theater and then I just kept going. (laughs) Okay. So you've watched some Doctor Who, right? Yes. Has have any of them actually scared you? Like any of the episodes, aliens or anything? Uh, not in my memory. Oh, sorry. He's great. <laughs> well, I haven't seen that much. I know. Weeping angels. Okay, no wait. Used to get me. <laughs> Always. No wait, those are really freaky. Yeah, two, there there are two that really got me: Weeping mm-hmm. Angels and the Vashta Narada, which were the shadow demons or whatever they oh. were called. The, the 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 form they took the physical form were these space suits mm-hmm. with like the skeletons of people inside. I don't know why that one freaked me out so mm. much. 
That and what was it called? What was it called? No, the Weeping Angels scared me. The Weeping Angels. Yeah, the Weeping Angels. I gotta take that one back. They yeah. scared me. <laughs> yeah. You said you didn't watch much of Nine, right, uh, Eccleston? Yeah, not much. Okay. There was this one episode um, that took place in like World War II, and it was a gas, the, the alien or the villain of the week was the gas masked child. I and can it picture was this. Terrifying because all it did was go around. It's like, are you my yeah, mommy? I do I'm know like, this one. No, no, I no, do. no, not, not watching that one. <laughs> I and actually then, do know that one. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Oh, that and because like this, <laughs> I started watching like this was the first year we got Netflix. And I'm like, you know, I have some time on New Year's Eve before our family friends from Brooklyn come over. Let me try something. Ooh, Doctor Who. <laughs> oh, this is a good show. And then wait six months before I watch the second episode because that's how I do TV. Naturally. And then so I just started watching, binge watching it when I was home alone, when I got home from school and I was home alone. And then that comes, I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> and then a few years later, I, I went back. I'm like, okay, this isn't so bad. So. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the top three that scared the ever loving out of me. I feel... I have a, I have a, a fun fact, but I don't have enough information <laughs> for it. What is it um, about? It's about oh goodness, the actor that played Alfred in Gotham oh, okay. is the child of one of the doctors. Oh, I believe probably not any of the recent ones. No, <laughs> I want to say four. Tom Baker. I will. I will work on this information. Yes. Wait. Um, um Sean. Doctor Who. Doctor Four. I believe it's. Yeah, played by Tom Baker. Um, hmm, perhaps not four. Okay. No, I can't help you. Um, um I will. I will work on it. Gotham. Alfred. Actor. Oh wait, wait, wait. Third. Sean. Three. Yes, Sean, Sean Pertwee. Yes. Yes, three. I, rec- I recognize the last name. Okay, yeah, it was. It looks like it was three. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's my. <laughs> yeah, right there. People also search for John Pertwee. Yeah, right yeah, there. yeah. He's right there. Okay, there it is. I was very close. <laughs> That's why I'm like, I need a little bit more information. Some of them had some good costume design. Yeah. Yeah. I I have to look at them. Tennant, Eccle- Eccleston, Tennant, and Smith all had great design. I'm looking at, uh. Pertwee right now. He's snazzy. <laughs> <laughs> I could agree with this. He's got I would, that. I can confirm. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there's my fun fact. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. And then so naturally that's my connection to Doctor Who. Yeah. Because my dad worked on Gotham. Yes. <laughs> Hi, really cool. audience, you know that now. Hi, dad. He's probably not listening. <laughs> Aw. Well, no, he's probably at work. That's fair. <laughs> on whatever he's on right now. Congrats, yeah. Dad, for whatever job you're on. <laughs> it's not Gotham, though, which is a bummer. Is that show over? Yeah, Gotham Gotham ended a couple years ago. Re- years? Right. Time yeah. doesn't, That time has meant nothing. Time is irrelevant. Anyway, Gotham, I've never seen Gotham. Uh, ended uh, 2019. Oh, okay. So, oh, dodge a bullet on that one. Haha. Well... Oh, and then naturally, my dad, he also worked on uh, a show called Pose. 
and right. I believe he was coming, he was returning for his second season on the show. And they only started two weeks before the pandemic hit. Uh, <laughs> and then it was delayed this until like Panacotta ruined everything. Honestly. Ugh. Um, but yeah, Gotham ended just before then. And the funny yeah. honestly, I want to watch it again. I thought it was a really good show. Um, I really like the lighting, but <laughs> bias a little bias no but the show is really good and i actually got to meet some of the cast um at a heroes and villains convention um and they were they're such sweet people imagine going outside of your house and participating in social (laughs) events but you did you did with him 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 barely that was barely a social event we (laughs) met him do you want to talk about him we have like we have seconds we have 30 seconds yeah seconds. so this weekend me and emily emil whatever you want to call her went <laughs> to monster mania con uh down in cherry hill uh because for one reason and one reason only <laughs> it's because ice nine kills front man spencer charnas uh one of my favorite bands uh was there doing a photo op and so we said why not <laughs> and so we really went to a convention spend five seconds with this man <laughs> i think it was worth it i think so too yeah. he was very lovely he, he wasn't he, for the five seconds he was very nice yes i would say so yeah. and then and then we spent more time outside of the booth going oh my god just met spencer <laughs> but it was really cute i liked the did event. you tell vector and nicole that we gave him a crown on their behalf um i don't know how they would feel about that true um, they're but, very particular that only guests get them yeah but so we might have to get him part. as a guest for them oh, before we yeah. tell them we'll work on it we'll work, we'll work on, on it. it maybe we'll yeah. tell them soon. yeah anyway um unless you have anything else to say this has been king's chaos finn what <laughs> finn finn what are you talking about and it's the end of the episode <laughs> Then, then. Emil's in charge of the outros on this show. Have a good good day, everybody. (laughs) 